0: Welcome to Slightly Biased Sports, an unfiltered sports podcast that's unlike any you've listened to before. They speak the truth and aren't afraid to hurt some feelings. Now, from the backwoods of Arkansas, here's your hosts, Tyler and Dakota.
1: Welcome to Slightly Biased Sports. I'm Dakota.
0: And it's Tyler. Hey, there he is. He's alive. The look on Dakota's face says this is going to be an interesting... This is going to be a fun a fun episode here. Oh, yes. We're a day early. Just to sum up Tyler's feelings real quick. Hang on. This is about how I feel right now. Okay. What's that? I try not to think about what might have been. <laughs> oh, we fucked it up. But that was now. Yeah, it's over. And we're it's still fucking over. over. We're dead. We're recording this day early for y'all. It's Tuesday. Winter storm is about to hit. They're pretending it's a fucking apocalypse out there. I don't think it's going to be very bad, but I think there'll be enough ice to where it's going to be a problem getting around. Ice is the,
1: well, that's the problem. It don't take yeah. very much
0: ice. Yeah. So we're going to record a day earlier for y'all. Mm-hmm. Tuesday. You'll be hearing this Wednesday morning through your ear holes.
1: Also, <laughs> we always talk to the home crowd first. Of course. I feel like of course. this is for the home crowd. <clears> hmm <throat> Those of you are Kansans. Mm. especially you Northwest Arkansans. hmm Learn how to drive in the fucking rain. It's real bad. It's just, and I don't even mean like monsoon, like it just, it's a sprinkle. It's a little drizzle outside. And you see nothing but brake lights. It's fucking outrageous. Now, full transparency, my driving strategy changes zero, no matter how hard the rain is. Not saying that's safe. I would not recommend everyone to do
0: it. We have drove LMTVs, we have drove Humvees, we have drove uh strikers we have drove uh
1: well, even if i had just been bradley's like, just cars I, in it, a car it's, it's, yeah, for me
0: it's the same until enta- i am fucking ball i'm going it, and mine's not necessarily always a confidence thing it's just it just happens no not confidence i just mean i naturally speed well yeah
1: yeah no but i, I don't care saying, if it's i rainy. still do it yeah correct like when are we when i'm driving in the rain uh emily does not look at the road
0: yeah i pretend i'm still in a tracked vehicle and nothing can stop me yeah <laughs> it's a problem but it's sprinkling So, everybody hammer the brakes and do 40 on the interstate. Jesus. Any Hoosiers. Got a bunch of shit to unpack. Mm Mm-hmm. Tyler gets to bury his head in the sand (laughs) because it's a sad day for all of us Chiefs fans. We got recaps. (sighs) Some egregious recaps. We got... um, Possible head coach on the hot seat? News is it possible? Breaking news, re-breaking news. <laughs> I love when they do that on Barstool. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that shit cracks me up. Oh, uh, what else we got?
0: We got some breaking news in the NFL. We got, uh, we got recaps. We got. Uh, I believe Dakota might throw another hypothetical situation. Oh in yeah, I believe so. In the whole maybe story. we line Maybe we line that up front. Let's do a hypothetical up front, okay. possibly. Let's yeah. do that. And uh, there's something else. Tom Brady's retirement, Again. official, mm-hmm. official, official. So we must, must actually discuss it because I actually felt many different emotions whenever I saw him actually post it versus when Adam Schefter wanted to pretend that he was Tom Brady uh, and he was right. get the attention. Oh, he was right, but you don't steal that from a fucking 22-year goat. I'm going to end end your,
1: not end, trump your hatred for Tom Brady in this recap. I actually don't career. have hatred for Tom Brady well, No, no, I mean... What he's what he did to you and your team.
0: Yeah, he's not Hopefully. a com- he's not a competitor I have to go against anymore. So now I love him. When he was out there, he was an obstacle. Hated his guts. The refs rigged shit for him.
1: <laughs> Gonna be lots of it's just all over the place. We were not prepared yeah. to record today. Mm-mm. Not that sounds like we're always very prepared. It's not the case. Mm-mm. But we were not at all today. So to start things off, right got a hypothetical question okay here we go now i've got six holstered okay um give me a number yeah you know, one through six
0: one through six uh four four it is
1: No. Oh, here we go one actor's catalog for the rest of your life you can only watch movies or shows that they're in Ooh. for the rest of your life denzel See, so that's, that's, that's a good bet. So the question immediately in my head is... What type you, of movies do you like to watch? Well, not even that. I'm Before you get that deep into it, do you go volume? Like quantity or quality? Quality. For the rest of your life. For the rest of your life. Those quality movies will get old. Not if there's about 25 of them like Denzel. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's a few where you could double it up. Just quick thing that popped into my head. Going to be unpopular because he's got a lot of terms. You're going to say Adam Sandler. No, I'm not. Okay. Absolutely not. He's got a lot of turds.
0: Okay.
1: Got a couple bangers. Okay. But there's a lot of movies. Nick Cage. Nick Cage has got a lot of fucking <laughs> Nicholas movies. Nick Cage. Got a lot, oh, he's like, a, like 109 movies. Yeah, and about 106 are terrible. Yeah, but you won't get tired <laughs> of them. Well, you got you got Con Air. You got the National Treasures. You got Gone in Sixty Seconds. You got That movie Next, it was on the edge of being good and bad, but I liked it. That's probably about it. But the other ninety six of them, ninety <laughs> six, pretty good.
0: BSB action, Nick Cage. Wow, that's interesting. I don't know that that's my
1: final answer. Yeah, fuck it.
0: No, yeah, just have the courage of your conviction. Tom Hanks would be a good one. That yeah, would if he wasn't into, and a, then you into go, a kid ped- pedophilia ring.
1: Well, I'm Ma- out on that. Tim McGraw Beach. is anti gun, and he's in 1983, and everybody loves him for
0: it. So he's in 1983. He is the main character. He's he's anti gun shit. I don't follow anything. He oh does. yeah,
1: him and him and Faith Hill are very much both anti gun, and they are very much both in that fucking movie just are they southern the fuck out of people.
0: Are they actually southern? Like that makes me wonder.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't know where it's from. I saw
0: John Ridge. We all know he's a very right wing individual. He was on Twitter talking about if y'all knew how many of these big name country singers have. Fired pretty much all their staff who refused to get vaccinated and all that kind of stuff. If y'all well, knew the number of people it, it
1: was. Tim McGraw and Faith Hill have been open about it. That's what's crazy. And what's fucking hilarious is it. and I, I understand it's a part, okay? Like, they're acting, whatever. But there's a part in one of those episodes early on. Oh, you actually watched it? Oh, yeah. It's a good show. Mm-hmm. It irritates fucking me every time I see him do something with it. Like, just being Billy Badass, one, because he's not. Right. Like, he doesn't even appear to be. No,
0: he's falling below me.
1: But... The fact that they're openly like anti gun and he gives his daughter a pistol at one point in the movie, he sticks it in her saddlebag. She's like, What's that for? He's like, I don't know, but you can't ever be too careful. Oh, really? Now mm. we should just be mm. locked and loaded just in case. You know. Fucking whatever. Not the point. So you're going, Denzel. Yep, Denzel.
0: That's a good one. I would go Denzel or Adam Sandler. Two I would, totally I would get different. So tired of
1: Adam Sandler. I would
0: think that too, but it's been 30 years and I still watch the same Adam Sandler movies and like Yeah, but the I don't watch them parts. a lot. I do. Like when I watch them, they hit. But I mean, think about it. Adam, uh, uh, Happy Gilmore. You got Big Daddy. Mm-hmm. You got... Uh, Billy Madison. Billy Madison. You got Mr. Deeds. You got... There's even some... Hubie uh, Halloween? <laughs> Little Nicky? Fucking terrible movie. Uh, There's just, there's just so many. Like you yeah, said, yeah. With, qu- with quantity. He's one of those that has quantity and itches my kid funny bone. But see, I wonder, scratches not itches. if you don't go somebody like Kevin James,
1: because mm. he's in a lot of movies with Sandler and these good people. Do you get to he's have all, the whole TV series. Yes. Okay. You also get the show. That's, that's game changer. Which what get King of Queens? But there was another show he's been in more recently that was pretty good. He was a, like a pit crew uh, crew chief. Uh, I think it's called the crew. Actually, not bad. Pretty good show. Plus, you get Paul Blart Mall Cop. You do get that. That's a good point. Bruce Willis be a good one. I like Bruce Willis. Unpopular opinion.
0: I don't care for Die Hard. I mean, it's not a Christmas movie, but I like the movie. It's not, and I just don't, I just don't fuck with it. Oh, I almost want to switch it over to Mel Gibson. He's got some bang, bang, Mel bangers. Kip, he's got some good ones.
1: He's got some not good ones Yeah, as right. well.
0: You're not going to bat 100. Or a thousand, you know what I mean? It's not going to happen.
1: Yeah, I think those are safe bets. You want one more? I got six yeah. of them. For Come fuck's on, sake. give me one more. All right, let's go with: If you could immediately, okay, become the master of any skill, what skill would you pick? The master of any skill. Mm-hmm. Now, you got to think something. You got, you'd be stupid not to use something you can monetize. Obviously. Make some cash off of it.
0: Yeah. I, I the, My first thought that came to mind was like, uh, I was going to say financial advisor, but not only for myself. Like a business. like You know what I mean? Like entrepreneur. Oh, see, like, so yeah, I I, my brand went up 100% selfish. Mine too, of course. That's why I said I want to be a, a fucking financial advisor, but only to myself. That's like true. I want all the knowledge of finance, like how to manipulate the stock market, shit like that, to my benefit. You know what I'm, I'm, you know I'm, like I'm like saying? Like
1: being able to fucking like,
0: sing like a motherfucker oh, oh okay that would be something to monetize there
1: like just strictly something i've always wanted to know how to do but will never put in the fucking time and effort obviously what we'll, we've talked we've done it mul- tried multiple times the Play guitar, guitar. The, car, the guitar thing playing the shit out of a harmonica would be fucking sweet to have in your back pocket that's not something that. You what are you, can, my grandpa? No, no one, like, no one thinks of that. When somebody can play this like shit the like out the of a harmonica, it's <laughs> impressive. And like you play guitar, there's probably somebody around if you're in a large group of people that can play it better than you. Not a harmonica. Not and you many, can pull that out anywhere, anywhere. You can not keep that thing on you at yeah, all. Yeah, you time. got the, you
0: got that thing. That'd be sweet. Um, if I could, man, you, that's tough. There's a lot of different fucking things I wish I was master at. Say the question again one more time.
1: If you could immediately master any skill, what skill would you pick? Okay. I don't know. But like, I've always thought it would be fucking awesome to just fucking be a singer. But be just ridiculously oh, good
0: at it. I'm talking about Morgan Wallen status. I'm talking about, like... George Strait status. Like Freddie, I mean, not he wasn't all that good of a singer. Like Freddie Mercury, it. like when he sings, oh, that's it's like singing. The, yeah. What the yeah. fuck? That shouldn't come out of yeah, a normal that's singing. Yeah. Yeah, singing's a good one.
1: Anyway, we got the we got the first <laughs> bit out of the way. We're just all we're doing is really Stall until Tyler freaks out. That's all we're doing.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Which ain't gonna happen today because I got that out of my system the first day. Well, let's see. I got that out of my system on Sunday. Let's see how much you got. I literally walked outside. I stood in the backyard and just looked at the tops of the trees for probably 20 minutes. I didn't move. I didn't think. I did nothing. I just stood there and looked at the trees for so goddamn long. I am surprised Macy didn't go. Are you okay? I can remember the Patriots
1: beating the Steelers in the AFC championship game. The last one they played in. And I can remember, I there was a pass thrown, a first down made that sealed it, and I walked outside, slammed the door, and just started running. I think I ran down Patton Road all the way down, like where it turns back, where that cutoff used to be to go to Kim's uh, house. Yeah, like it was for no reason. I don't, I don't like to run. It didn't make me feel better either. And you tried to run away from the loss, What you're doing. I tried you're to run to get away, away from, from the pain. From That's what it was. Just get away. Don't let it catch me. <laughs> Problem was, I came back and nobody had the forethought. Maybe change channel.
0: Walk back in. <laughs> and it was a celebration. Still going.
1: <laughs> Confetti's flying. It's fucking great. Well, we always do it in chronological order. So okay. we recap the AFC Championship. Boy, I've been waiting to talk about this. It's been a few days. I can't remember what happened
0: in that one. So you want to start off? Oh, I need to walk us back to it. Okay. Me in. Chiefs go up twenty one to three, imposing their fucking will, scoring a touchdown on every fucking possession. Pretty good. Pretty good stuff. Pretty good. And then it's I recall us talking a couple of weeks ago and I said, the only thing that could stop us is Andy Reid. The only thing that could get in our motherfucking way is ourselves. Well, we and said, you know what happened? We fucking we out chiefed ourselves. <laughs> We literally thought so hard about it that we just froze. All of a sudden, we didn't know what to do. Out of fucking nowhere, Andy said, I'm going to show everybody I'm the smartest motherfucker in the world. I'm, I'm not changing my game plan, even if they are dropping eight people in coverage. <laughs> Run the fucking ball, Andy. We ran the ball four times in the second half. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because you were passing the ball so effectively in well, the second half. Well, it's just because Jared McKinnon was not running so good in the first <laughs> half that we needed to stop giving it to him. And we need to put in Clyde even more because he's so good at running. He
1: did He did look much better than the last two games he's been in than he has the regular season.
0: Tell me one game in the postseason, Jack McKinnon hasn't looked good. Oh, I'm not saying he doesn't. Right. But I'm saying— So it, it, makes, it makes logical sense. If you have a running back that's doing really good, take him out, right? Well, we've, we've said multiple times that they're going to run Clyde because they spent a first-round pick on him. The teams that aren't afraid to raise their hand and say, we fucked this up, we drafted wrong, are the teams that thrive. Look at Bill Belichick. We drafted him. Oh, well, not doing very good. See you, buddy. Yeah. You're gone. And if you do not adapt that, you will fuck yourself. So we we're said, seeing it right now with it. We're putting Miko Hartman in for no fucking reason. He can't catch. <laughs> we said Sunday morning.
1: Worst case scenario, you jump out to a big lead. Yep.
0: Oh, I got some stats for you. you You'll like these.
1: Jumping early.
0: Mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. it was over. So did I. <laughs> so but, did but right before the second half, with five seconds left, when we decided to not kick the field goal, I looked over and I said, we're done. We're done. We're <laughs> done. We, it is starting right now. I've seen it with the Colts in 2013. When we were up by 28 points, I've seen it in 2018. Or was it 17? When Marcus Mariota threw a pass off of one of himself. our defenders to himself and scored, and <laughs> it was over. That was fantastic. And guess fashion. what? We were up 21-3 to in that game. Yeah, blew it. Mm -hmm. I saw it in 2018 AFC Championship game. Blew it. Andy Reid gets too fucking cute. He refuses to abandon a game plan. He just sticks with the game plan regardless of what the other team's giving him. They're dropping eight in coverage. You know what most other coaches would do? Ooh, we got to make an adjustment here. Let's let's run them out of the coverage. Not Andy. (laughs) We have Patrick Mahomes. We're gonna keep throwing it, buddy. You motherfucking buffoon. And you know what's crazy? Our defense wasn't actually that bad. No. They weren't bad. Now, the game-winning drive where the Bengals just march right down and fucking put their penis on our faces, not (laughs) Not, good. Not great. Chris Jones having nine playoff games and having no sacks, not good. That's a $90 million player Mm -hmm. who shows no effort, no heart, wraps up Joe Burrow and says, you know what, go that way, buddy. Can you fucking believe that he had him by both shoulder pads and just let him go? He's slippery. Slippery. <laughs> anyway, I got stats for you. It's funny. It's good stuff here. That old Andy. Mm. Oh, I was so goddamn mad. <laughs> you don't sound super over it. Where's it at here? Ah, here we go. 18-point lead in playoffs the last 15 seasons. Andy Reid is six and three, six and three with an eighteen point lead in the playoffs. All other coaches fifty eight and two.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: is this a motherfucking joke? What are you saying? I'm not saying Andy Reid's got to go because okay. that's that's an overreaction. That is strong overreaction. That, that I mean, he clearly gets us there. He knows what he's doing. Our offense. I mean, I I can't I can't say something like that, but. I was very encouraged to hear what Veach said. I'll get to what Veach said in them after the game. We go up twenty-one to three. We decide to. I know what happened. Andy won't say it. He he hinted at it, and I think he said it before the press conference. But he said we're well. I, was gonna, I heard this is a rumor. He was gonna. He was sending the field goal unit onto the field, and Pat said no. Let me get one more play. And he said, "Okay, you're the fucking coach." And then afterwards, he says, "Well, I probably should have given Patrick a better play than that, huh?" Another thing, if you're raising your hand and saying you gave him a bad play, you're saying you're calling the plays again. You've been saying enemy has been calling the plays all year. I told you. you And put now that you're out fucking saying that you did it. In case it stinks. That's the only reason you make it a point to announce that. Why do you think 31 other organizations have not wanted to hire BNME yet? I got news for you. He's not good. Well, that or they don't know if he's
1: calling the plays or not. And if he's not, what the fuck is he doing? Hemans bags gone. They got to go. We need oh, fresh will, faces. We have to have not. You're going to be in. Yes, they will. No way. I'll take him in a heartbeat over fucking Matt Canada. We,
0: it's not even really on him that bad. I think this is solely on Andy, but I think we have to have fresh faces and we have to have an offensive coordinator who will check Andy. If he sees him calling some stupid shit in a play, it, it's, it's situational fucking football. And Andy Reed has no fucking clue about situational football. They're dropping eight in coverage. Tom Brady himself couldn't figure out where an open person is with eight people back there and four <laughs> receivers running routes. It's going to be very fucking hard. Help your quarterback out, run the fucking ball. But you got to make Patrick look like the fucking hero, and now he looks like the villain. Now everybody's coming for his head. Now everybody's talking shit. Now everybody's putting their foot on his throat. I got news for everybody. Andy called those fucking whack ass plays. Mahomes had nowhere to go. He had nothing. He, he could. There was nothing to do. If Patrick Mahomes can't make a fucking play, something has gone wrong. The difference, though, in his halves. I know. His bananas. QBR was 1.6. I know. Like I'm not saying he the had play calls a, were yeah, great. He had a wide open Travis Kelsey on that. So, with a minute and 30 left, we'll fast forward here. Cincinnati goes. They score right after the fucking halftime or whatever. Chiefs get the ball back. We punt. Well, they go on an eleven o or what was it, eighteen o run, Bengals do. Um, at that point, I thought, boy, are we in trouble? I mean, like severely in trouble you, here. You were, in fact, in trouble at that point in the game. Then we get all the way, oh, we get all the way down to the four yard line. We made them use all their timeouts, and we passed the ball three straight times.
1: Make a lot of sense.
0: So you made them use all their timeouts so you could run the clock down, and then you do pass plays. three more. Oh, Andy. <laughs> you are a fucking moron, Andy Reid. We need fresh faces. We, we need new fucking people, and I will be so rock hard if we can get Vic Fangio as a DC. He's been fired. He's gone. He's out there. Bring Fangio in to the Chiefs organization. There is no way no one would want to be a coordinator for this team.
1: If the Bucs end up blowing it up because
0: of Tom Brady. I would love to have him. Todd Bowles. Yeah. I would love to have him. I would have loved to have fucking uh, Flores as a DC if we didn't have (laughs) what's going on with him right now. I don't think he's going to be anywhere anytime soon until this is settled. I I think he's probably done for good. Um, So we squander it. We get down to the four yard line. Patrick Mahomes Actually made me so goddamn mad at him, <laughs> and it is really hard to get me mad at Mahomes. Oh my god, he started doing that dumb shit where he sprints backwards and does spin moves and runs around has nowhere to go. They only brought three people, Patrick. He what runs, are you doing? He runs straight backwards, mm-hmm. like straight, <laughs> straight backwards. Well, he, I get why he does. He runs straight backwards right. and then goes to step up so we can shake him. Except there was another person there, right? right. And they did the exact same thing the next play. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, it was a it was a chip shot field goal. Mm -hmm. And then you still made it. Fuck the field goal. Imagine imagine if he misses it. Imagine if he misses that field goal after that sack. I was prepared for it.
0: Oh my goodness. So we squander what could have at the end of the first half, that would have gone to a 14 point game. That changes everything. Now now you have ripped their hearts out going into the into the locker room. Now they are demoralized. Instead, the Bengals were asked afterwards and they said, We went into the locker room carrying all the momentum once they fucking uh Went for the touchdown, didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Now we feel like we have the momentum. There it was, gone. You, it's over. <laughs> you know who the, who deserves the most credit here? The fucking Bengals defensive coordinator. Because holy shit did the Bengals turn that motherfucker around on defense. I'll be honest with y'all. Joe Burrow didn't do much. The third down scrambles were fucking, that's all they needed. I was so fucking furious when Chris Jones had him against the shoulder pads on third and seven, and the motherfucker ran for a first down and then did it again the, the very next third down. I was livid. Just
1: out of curiosity.
0: Here we go. Humor
1: me. Let's say the roles are completely flipped in this game. Mm -hmm. So the Bengals lose. Mm -hmm. The stats are flipped. Joe Burrow takes the sacks. Joe Burrow throws the pick. Are you coming in today saying... that Mahomes had a good game and Burrow's
0: an idiot. Mm. Yes. In the moment, being high off the win, I'd probably say some outlandish shit. Because (sighs) (sighs) at the end of the day, Mahomes deserves just enough, just the same amount, not the same amount, but a little bit. Here's what I'll (laughs) divvy out the, the percentages on a pie chart, pie graph, whatever you want to call it. Who gets the blame? 70-30 split between Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes. Because at the end of the day, Patrick Mahomes did not play very well in the second half. He played really bad. Okay, there we go. All right. The pick that he threw to Hill, oh my God. And if Hill hadn't caught that, the one where he tried to just throw it, what the fuck are you doing? And if he didn't throw that, Hendrickson's going to get it too because Hendrickson read it too and stepped right up. Well, the one right before that, that I thought was intercepted,
1: that it was not. Mm, mm Mm-hmm. There was a plethora of drop picks this weekend from both games. Yeah. Unfortunately for you, there was a caught one that kind of fucked. Because when that coin toss happened, everybody was like, motherfucker, here we go
0: again. Did you see Josh Allen? Which Oh, yeah. He's he like, tweeted oh, right at the coin toss? Yeah. No, he said, pain. Oh, I
1: saw that one. <laughs> but then there was another one with Josh Allen on the sidelines. That was, of course, now it's tails. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, Brandon Allen, whoopig Brandon Allen called it right.
1: You, you it, got to switch hit up. Hit. You it up. You got
0: Yes, you gotta switch it up going into this coin toss. You saw the last coin toss. I'm gonna call the opposite. Let's get it. Also, like you know
1: that there's strategy going, like who you're sending out for the coin toss. Because even though it's completely it's a it's a it's a luck, you don't send your star player for the coin toss. If you get it wrong, they're now gonna use the enemy. shit for it. Brandon Allen was unfortunately the one
0: chosen. So yeah, hey, they survived. Here's when I officially knew it was over. Start overtime. First down. We drop back. We throw to none other than DeMarcus fucking Robinson. (laughs) Where's he been? What in the holy fuck are we doing? He's been on the bench. We had to throw to him all game. We decided to do it the first play of overtime. Oh, and guess what happened on second down? Mix it up. DeMarcus Robinson again. (laughs) Gotta mix it up again. What in the fuck? Big time players make big time plays. Hate to break there, everybody. Robinson ain't one of them. I saw motherfuckers on there today talking about, stop saying Juju's coming here. We need a big body receiver. You better shut the fuck up. Do you think for a second Juju is not better than Demarcus Robinson or Miko Hartman? You're a fucking moron. He's also pretty good size. Like, if we're, if we're just talking height, I get it. But yeah, Juju, he's, he's still like 6'2. Juju ain't no fucking stick man out there. As is perfect. When we threw those passes to Marcus Robinson, I looked over at Macy and I said, oh, my, we have thrown in the towel. We've given up. <laughs> I then, think I would imagine. I'm not gonna lie. I did think that third down pass was gonna get completed just because when I see my homes launch it, I just think it's it's gonna be good. That's what I was fixing to say. Was
1: I would imagine it's worse as a cheese fan because you are legitimately holding out hope until the clock says zero, and so everything bad that happens, like you can't even fully embrace what's happening. It's like, oh, fuck it, next play, we'll figure it out. Oh, it's fourth down? Fuck it, we'll go for it, figure it out. And
0: then it's just over. Yep, he bombed that bitch. I saw, I was like, who is he throwing this to? The Bengals. I saw Tyreek Hill, and I said, oh, God, he's he's tiny. <laughs> and then he jumped up like fucking 400 feet in the air. And Bates, oh, my God, Bates made the most perfect fucking pass deflection ever. Yeah, he's good. Jumped right over him without even touching him and just popped it up to his, to, to his boy right beside him. Where the fuck do they do that Even at? live. I was like, holy shit, he deflected it.
1: And then he was completely turned around running. I was like, oh my God, he got the ball. Mm-hmm. Go down. What
0: the fuck are you doing? Go down. You're not supposed to be running with the football. Not to mention Eli Apple dropped the game ceiling. Would have been pick six on second down. <laughs> right. And then, of course, inevitably went to Twitter to talk shit to Tyreek Hill and Miko Hardman. <laughs> Look, Eli Apple. You are one of the worst corners in football, Eli. You got an A on the group project, bro. Chill out, Eli Apple has been through some fucking. What's this? Your seventh team
1: with the Giants.
0: You were a first round pick at Ohio State. You bum. Hey, he's fucking juiced up. He thinks he's fucking Marshawn Lattimore. <laughs> no, that was so painful to witness. Oh, it was. It was <laughs> the electricity in that game
1: was. I. I. Can imagine being on the other end of it because it's I've I've seen it happen to myself multiple times. But that one was tough. It is not worse. Especially after you got past the Bing or the the Buffalo Bills.
0: Yeah, the whole team of Destiny thing, Cincinnati, is starting to be a real thing. Well, I'm glad you say that. Before we get to the other game. Oh, I'm not done with the Chiefs yet. Okay. The whole
1: team of Destiny thing. Like you, people have been I know I know it was the 49ers both times, but like the publicity that it's gotten. With the away team fans that are in SoFi, the more they talk about that, the more likely people are to just do it because. Like it's just gonna be a thing. So you're gonna I get it. San Francisco, they're both in California. They traveled, they took over the the stadium, whatever. And Super Bowl, I feel like it's weird, weird split between fans anyway. But like Well, that, the Rams
0: coming out and only selling tickets to fucking Ram uh, Niners fans is a little strange. Well, this is gonna be like
1: because apparently there was a whole bunch of tickets bought for the Super Bowl in SoFi, hoping their teams would get there. Now if they're not, they're trying to unload them. Secondary market tickets means Bengals are buying them, like the Bengals are going to the secondary market to buy that shit. But if they're not careful, SoFi will be like a destination where it's like, oh, we can take over that fucking stadium. It's very similar to the Dodgers, like the Dodgers stadium is always packed when it's in the postseason, but it's all celebrities. Like it's because they live in LA. It's not diehard, and I'm sure there are some celebrity diehard Dodgers fans for sure, but it's because they're there now. Like they don't. It's not the same having a full stadium and having fucking like diehard fans and yeah. waiting for this shit for fucking ever. There's going to be a lot of fucking Bengals fans at the Super Bowl.
0: It's not. It's not a coincidence that it's like a running thing to say they got Andy Reed. <laughs> like, it's not. It's not a coincidence. That's a real fucking thing. Playoff Andy Reid is a fucking dipshit. Like a total fucking moron. Why would you not have your quarterback like Patrick Mahomes doing traditional three-step, five-step dropbacks and getting rid of it? Why have you not taught any of that? You just, you just promote this Harlem Globe Trotter approach eventually it's going to fucking bite you in the ass. Like, I'm cool with it. It's great. It looks fucking sweet. The, the fucking sidearm throw underneath the fucking Bill's defender's arm mm-hmm. was fucking nasty. I get it. I'm going to tell you <laughs> But you got to teach him a little bit of the Aaron Rodgers approach. Drop back, find somebody. If not, ru- just run or get rid of it. Do something for the love of fuck. I'll tell you this. If you
1: had to have one extreme or the other, you would rather have a coach that is at least have the pulse of the fucking people and be like, hey, this is what people like. Let's give them that. Whether it bites you in the ass or not, you could be a Steelers fan. It's like, that's not the Steeler way. All right, well, the Steeler way has been fucking dead for quite some time now, if you haven't fucking noticed. Everybody's seen the graphic at this point. The Bengals have more, more playoff games than the Steelers
0: have since 2011. Yep. The fuck are we doing? Uh, also, Andy Reid has now blown three 18-plus point leads in 16 playoff games with the Chiefs. The Chiefs have blown zero 15-plus point leads in 145 regular season games with Andy Reid. Which would lead you to believe he gets too fucking cute in the playoffs? Now you also,
1: you also have most of the time in the regular season. I feel I could be wrong, just guessing. Most of the time in the regular season, you get those leads against bad teams. There ain't no bad teams in the playoffs. That's that's not true. No, nah. at this point, when you are in the divisional round and on. There's most likely not a bad team in the playoffs. So you're you're going to get you have that lead against a team that's way more apt to come back from that deficit anyway. But the getting cute thing doesn't help. Uh, Even if yeah. it just opens the door. Yeah. Because in the playoffs, I mean, momentum matters whenever. But in the playoffs, that shit fucking, you you can literally feel it through the TV
0: if you're fucked or not. And the people out there that are saying, oh, there's some Chiefs fans out there, of course, the ones that call, you know, the Arkansas fans like to say you're a fair weather fan mm. if you uh, say anything bad about the team. Oh, here we go. You Chiefs fans are just spoiled. You already got a Super Bowl. Now you're complaining because they lost it. Do you really think the Super Bowl windows stay open forever? No, they do not. <laughs> they do. Salary cap will eventually catch up. Mahomes' contract is eventually going to catch up. We're going to be behind the fucking eight ball on... on. Yeah, you're not even paying the hefty years of that contract. Negative. Yet. And everybody's like, we got to re-sign Tyre Matthew. For what? <laughs> no, we're not overreacting to losing this. You know why we're angry? Because with a roster like that, you should have at least fucking three out of the four Super Bowls. And and wanting to resign Tyron Matthews one
1: thing, but you all you're completely ignoring what you would have to give up to do it. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Like do we resign him or
0: these two pieces here? Well, step one's we're gonna cut Frank Clark. That's gonna happen. We're gonna have I think they said like eight million or ten million in dead cap, but it frees up fourteen. Right. You got to do it. I'm not even joking about this. This might be an exaggeration, but I'm not joking. You know I was the biggest anti. Don't give him this contract. It might be time to trade Chris Jones. Just gonna say it. I said we shouldn't pay him $90 million. I said it was a terrible idea. If you can't get to the fucking Bengals quarterback and you have no sacks in the postseason when the Titans just got nine on the Bengals last week and we got one, I, I've said it before. All he does is run to the quarterback, and if he can't get him, he stops trying. He doesn't try in the run game. He doesn't give you any effort other than just tries to get to the quarterback and then gives up. Well, we talked about it with the, when the
1: Chargers went all in, on the offensive line after getting Burrow. And nope, not Beryl mm-hmm. Herbert. Mm-hmm. And the Bengals did not. They went weapon. give me get Jamar Chase, which worked out well. But their line is not anything to speak of. Uh no. I think we could get a first round pick for Chris Jones. Maybe, maybe wait a little bit, maybe let it simmer down off the heels of those no second
0: games. But these days, I would rather have a first round pick, be honest with you, than 90 million dollars in contract. Yeah, depending on the team. Like, if you can get a top— also wasn't
1: wild by Orlando Brown. I, I wasn't wowed by him when he came here. If you can get a top 20 pick for him, yeah. <laughs> but the, even the Orlando Brown thing, like, I'm fucking going through it right now. You think if, he deserves Trent Williams' money? No. No.
0: But if you don't have, like, obvious bitches about your offensive linemen, they're fine. Like, and they are fine. He's not bad. It's just we all expected him to be a top three fucking tackle as soon as he got here. That has not happened. Yeah. Like I know I'm just angry at the moment and looking for fucking people to lash out at, but Spags and Biami gotta go. I mean, it's fucking. It's a blatant that you need some new coaches. I would come in my fucking (laughs) pants for Vic Fangio on the DC. I would. Offensive coordinator, I, I don't fucking know what you do. It doesn't matter. Look at our offense. Who cares? But Somebody can come in here. Hey, you know how to drive? All right, cool. Here's a Ferrari. I'll trade it doesn't you. matter. You
1: can have Matt Canada then, and we'll test both theories. We'll find out if the is good at all, and we'll find out if that offense can withstand anything because Matt Canada will tear it down from within. He's <laughs> fucking
0: terrible and not going anywhere, so that's awesome. So my anger is with this roster, this personnel, You've gotten one ring at, out of four tries. Mm-hmm. Now, I know it's unfair to put on Mahomes because this is his fourth year. Like, I get it. But he's a league MVP. You got Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelce. Travis Kelce is going to be 32 years old. Mm-hmm. This band is about to fucking break up here. We're running on the back end of this.
1: I also don't understand why so many teams bite on Travis Kelsey faking the
0: chip and then just running wide fucking open. I'll never understand how he looks so slow running and then he gets the ball and he's somehow outrunning almost everyone around. Because how? he takes a half a sidestep.
1: He's like, oh shit, he's blocking. No, he's not. Ever. He's going out for a fucking pass because that's what he does.
0: How mad are you going to be when he goes, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, and he deserves to be. I'm not saying he doesn't. I still hate him. I just know you hate him. No, I absolutely hates guts. <laughs> Do you like, this is where it gets real funny and where I can spend shit against Dakota. How much more do you like George Kittle over Travis Kelsey? Infinite amounts. What a surprise. Why? Because I don't hear it as much. That's my thing. It's like, George Kittle's not, he, he he's not even better than Travis Kelsey. And everyone says that he's better than Travis Kelsey. No, I'm saying, you asked who do I like better. That's not a question.
1: I, I, I immediately said, Travis Kelsey deserves to be in the Hall of Fame for sure. Right. I hate his guts. <laughs> I, can, I can respect I it. I hope he fucking stubs his toe every time he wakes up in the middle and take a piss. I hope he can only pay inside. At the gas pump. Card gets declined, got to pay inside. Every so, fucking time.
0: So I'm devastated, of course. However, we look back on history, what happened last season. Our defense, or our, our offensive line was absolutely god-awful in the Super Bowl against the Buccaneers, right? Mm-hmm. What's Veach do? Completely attacks the offensive line. He said in this press conference today, mm-hmm. clearly defense is what we're going to be addressing oh, very first. Be careful with that shit. I'm telling you. You'll That's just- only exciting because that means opposite of what who was our last one dorsey mm-hmm. this motherfucker would just try to go get fucking stars on offense and that's all he do like i know we had justin houston and and uh i mean when you look back on it dorsey was a very good drafter but we had eric Berry, we had uh justin houston we had don terry poe and stuff that's great but he would just go after the flashy shit versus when you hear a gm come out and say well, clearly we need to fucking focus on the defense. When you hear GM actually address what the actual issue is, that makes me excited. It's nice to see a GM that's like, "Hey, well, I know what this is here. I'm ta- I'm tackling this." Yeah, but the, this is why I say be
1: careful because the problem your defense is the weak point. No, but your defense became the weak point when your offense became what it is now because you have to fucking pay money. To also, get that maybe kind of
0: offense. Also, maybe just a new DC who can actually analyze talent, and play who's actually better. Might be enough to where you don't have to go crazy on the defense. Well, it could be, but if you get a new DC in here, because we have talent on defense, uh-huh. we just pick, we just take our best players out on third down for no reason. Right. So maybe if we get a DC in there that knows what he's fucking doing, maybe it's not that bad of a deal. If we get Fangio, I am going to be so, it's a, it's a win for me. The offseason will be a win for me. If we can get a big, a big person like that, like, a, like what the Cowboys did when they went and got fucking uh, the Falcons coach. Yeah. That was that was genius. That's what you needed to do. A defensive coach for a DC. That's what you needed to do. If we get it from an internal hire or some weirdo that has no business being the DC, I'm pissed. It's big yeah. name or bust for me as as coordinators. For me it's just name from outside the building or bust because we don't do that. So, I'm devastated. I'm in shambles. My heart has not yet healed. <laughs> And, of course, naturally, I will be rooting for Matt Stafford to have a ring because that's my only hat that I have in I there think now. that's
1: – yeah, that's fair.
0: That's all i got. We lost. Sucks. Hurts. But like Patrick said after the game, after the game in his interview, y'all know we're going to be back. We'll be back. And I firmly believe it. We, I think we will be back. With Mahomes, Hill, and Kelsey, I have faith. With Andy Reed, as coach, I am concerned. <laughs>
1: Speaking of Matt Stafford. There was another game in Shambles on Sunday. In which the Rams won against the 49ers. Albeit due to a dropped interception as well. And Cooper Cup may be the best player in football. Cooper Cupp- <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Co- what, what was the fucking... You start off with that game. Let me find this tweet that
0: I... It was hilarious. So, Niners, Niners go up big early. Mm-hmm. Debo imposed his will on a 46-yard screen. Uh, Debo might be the most fun player to watch in the NFL. Because looking at his size and his stature, you wouldn't think that he could run the way he does. But he fucking runs people over. He's faster than almost everybody somehow. He looks like he has a dad but it looks like Chris Paul and Pats. <laughs> That's what it looks like. He has a dad bod. He, he looks like he doesn't belong. But he might be the most fun player to watch right there with Derrick Henry or... Uh, fuck, who else do you think of? Uh, Devontae Adams, players like that. He might be the most fun person to watch. They go up big. Um... Rams nickel and dime their way back. And then Jimmy G reared his ugly head. Boy, did he. Matt Stafford threw a would-be game-sealing pick that was dropped by Tart. Dropped. I mean, right in both hands. Couldn't be more in his dropped. chest.
1: Similar to the one that happened with Jalen Ramsey. After that. Best corner in the league. Get the fuck out.
0: You okay. see what Jalen Ramsey
1: tweeted about Tom Brady? No, but hang on, I found this tweet, and it's fucking hilarious. Okay, okay. This is from from uh, Coach Quan Edwards. Is at, that a real person? At Quan DB Talk. No, I don't know. <sighs> okay, okay. But he said, right after that game, he said, what Cooper Cup is about to do to Eli Apple got to be against Black History Month policy or something. I
0: saw that. And that shit is fucking hilarious. I saw that shit. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey tweeted when Tom Brady retired and was like, damn, the goat's going away. His last touchdown pass was on me. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, uh, Matt Stafford played fan-fucking-tastic in the fourth quarter. I think he had, like, 125 yards and a touchdown in the fourth quarter. And I, I think he has, like, a total of eight or 900 yards just in the fourth quarter in the postseason. I mean, oh, he's it, played it was, fantastic. It was,
1: I'm positive at some point in one of those huddles he was like,
0: hey, we are a, this
1: fucking close to the Super Bowl. I don't know what you guys planned on. I've been waiting for 12 i in fucking years. Detroit, okay? I ain't sniffed anything close to this. We are not going to fuck this up. Cup, you know what to do. Go, baby. Yeah, the safe bet is to get the ball to that guy, number 10. I'm going to keep doing that. You guys, do whatever you want. We're winning this fucking game.
0: Odell played fantastic. He did. He had, like I think, like 11 catches for 110 yards or some shit. Uh, had a huge catch on cover two defense up that left sideline. Where Stafford just dropped it right in the bucket. He caught it right between the corner and the safety. Went down and the safety came over and submarined his head into Odell's <laughs> he head. did. I mean, Odell didn't even get absolutely pissed. He stood did. up and just raised his hand, was like, Bro, what the fuck, man? Come on. When he
1: first stood up, I thought he didn't know where he was because he got fucking smoked. Speaking of smoked, I didn't realize it before the game. I texted you and asked you, I think Fred Warner's a dirty player. He
0: is. My God. I got news for you. Cam Hayward's dirty too. It happened well, he absolutely is. <laughs> I
1: didn't know that until it I happened. saw the play where he whacked Wentz in the chest. Well, and it's not I don't say absolutely is like he does
0: it oh, like he is. he
1: is consistently doing it, but he has done it several times. Yeah, he's dirty. He's, he's fiery, he's
0: different. No, he's, no, he's dirty. <laughs>
1: um well, also, this this year especially, when you're chasing down quarterbacks fucking 20 yards down the field and you started from the center of the defensive line, he just seemed to be fed up, and so he punched him in the stomach. But what are you <laughs> going do? <laughs> I, the hit that he had on Stafford after the, what was the interception? Which, the which fumble
0: one? When Warner came up behind him
1: and just smoked him in the back. Oh, I wasn't
0: watching it. I didn't watch the entire first half because I was still devastated. Oh, you're still in the backyard shouting at three treetops. I I was unjustly mean to Macy. <laughs> uh, I had to apologize and humble myself there. <laughs> that makes it worse. And then I started you know, trying to help her with dinner and stuff. She's like, you're not going to watch the game? I was like, I don't want to watch football again ever. Football's over. It's draft it's
1: season. It's dead. It's draft season. It's free agency season. Welcome. It's been here
0: for a while. <laughs> I helped her for a little bit, and I was like, all right, I'll stop being a crybaby. And then I turned it on. It was the second half. So, I missed the first half. Yeah. But well, he, after the play, I can't remember if it was a pick or a fumble at this point, but he... <laughs> My recap came from watching the game highlights for those of y'all that are like, "Well, he just gave first half analysis. No. Smoked Stafford in the back. No, no penalty. No nothing. He was getting roughed up that game. He was getting roughed up. Niners defense ain't, ain't to be fucked with. They're fucking good. That is... I would venture to say that's the toughest defense Matt Stafford has and will face in this whole postseason. I would have, I would agree with that. I mean, their defense is the whole reason they were
1: in that game and Debo. That's it. Yeah, and it wasn't like they played nobody's offensively going into that game. Right.
0: I'm not impressed with the Rams' defense, I'll tell you that. No. But that's why I'm, I picked... But they're going to eat
1: Joe Burrow's lunch. That's, I bet Tony... On the Super Bowl, he took Bengals because Joe Burrow. He's an LSU fan, but mm-hmm. that's the difference. Like I think the Bengals offense can hang with the Rams offense. The defense and the Bengals defense been playing good, but experience wise and just in just strictly star power and just Matthew Stafford not being willing to lose his only chance at a Super Bowl. Then I'm going with the Rams. I'm expecting a good game though. I still think it's I like I said before, as long as the Niners don't make it in,
0: I don't think there's a bad matchup. I also have an X-Factor team that should be in the Deshaun Watson race. Mm. We'll get to that. Is it the Niners? No. Well, that'd be cool, but no. That would be awful. It's Cleveland. Well, I mean, I think they should be in the market for anybody, but they won't. Think about it. You can just trade Baker and maybe a first and maybe what person you want on defense. We They have top, top 15, 20 draft picks on defense all over the place. Which one do you want? Other than Miles Garrett, you can't have him. But I'll give you. You want Jimmy Ward? Right, I'll send him to you and Baker Garrett Mayfield Deshaun, and a first.
1: If Deshaun Watson's cleared, I would give Miles Garrett for Deshaun Watson. I would too, but that won't as an organization.
0: That's yeah, their. That's their franchise
1: player. I get it, but you would have a new one. I know, and one that could affect the game on every play. Yeah, for sure. Of just for sure. And that's not even because I don't like Miles Garrett. That's just that's personal
0: reasons. Yeah, Miles Garrett is a top two defensive player. He's good, and I would still trade him. But Deshaun Watson, I would too. Yeah. And the Browns would be an immediate contender. Yeah. So but Rams, Bengals, Super Bowl, you're going with the Rams? Yeah. You're going with the Rams because you want to or you're picking them to win? I'm both. Okay. I want my staff to get a ring and I think they're better than the Bengals. I think it'd be close. I, I'd be stupid not to say that it would be.
1: Oh, I'm fucking pumped for this. I'm, I'm excited. I, see, for me, I've been over. My team season, long ago. Right. Whoa. Printer there. So I'm just nothing but excited now. Understandable. When when the day comes, you'll get there. You'll be just excited at Super Bowl and sad that it's the last game of the year. Yep. But, hey, on the plus side, you get the 30th pick in the first round. Yay. (laughs) That is the, the kick in the dick afterwards. Like, now oh, you're not going to the Super Bowl. You just missed out on it. And then you, once everything's over. That's where we've been for the last four years. Right, but it place. starts getting close, and you're like, oh, it's draft. Oh. It's not going to be anybody that I want left
0: at that point. No.
1: Unless you want Clyde to the Glide, then you can have him.
0: Ugh. Would I be surprised if we draft another running back? No. Oh, God, you can't do that.
1: You absolutely can't do that, especially since they clearly have not admitted that he's not the guy. I myself think undrafted Darrell Williams should be our running back. I think he's very good. Depending on how this draft goes, if there's like a run on offensive linemen or something, which is this, this,
0: apparently this draft is pretty deep. Mm-hmm. I'm not even. You know quite. what I've been seeing? This is not a joke either. What? I've seen three mock drafts that show the Chiefs taking Traylon Burks. I've seen that. That's, that's what I was going to say. Is like if, if
1: linemen make a run, I'm not even opposed to you taking a receiver in the first round. History would tell you it doesn't work out more often than it
0: does. But at this point just get my as many weapons as you can, and let's let's for the next 3 years
1: try to get there. Because if you dive into, well we're going to try to make the defense match the offense, you will lose the
0: offense. You just can't have it both ways. Not not to that level. But you at least should have if you're playing Madden an X factor on defense. You should. And we don't. Yeah. You just got to be careful
1: which pieces you choose to take away from the offense to improve the defense because you pick the wrong one
0: and you're fucked. Just sign Juju. Sign Orlando Brown, not a crazy deal. And uh, draft defense, that's it. You have already won draft-wise and personnel-wise. You've won. That's so all you got to do. It's going one of two ways. What's going one way
1: is Tom Brady out of the league. One-way trip to home forever.
0: I got sad when I was reading it. I mean, like I said, originally, I'm over it at this point. I'm and then not- I laughed at Tom Brady's genius when I saw the picture that he chose. Yeah. Because it's whenever they beat the Patriots in Gillette Stadium. <laughs> That's the picture he posted. <laughs> yeah. Also said zero words about Pats Nation or the Patriots. Well, he in- put out a big, uh, a big a thing afterwards. Afterwards, he did. Yeah. Because New England had to beg him to acknowledge them. Yeah. He said nothing about the franchise he was with for 20 years and had six rings with. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. He clearly does not fucking want any parts of him. And then New England tweets him and thank you all, Pat's Nation. Love y'all. That's what they get. So in not it, a bunch of pictures of him in a Patriots jersey, his favorite moments, nothing. That's fantastic. Yeah. So he may actually not sign a one day contract with Patriots. But I would shit. The, if he goes into the Hall of Famers Buck, it is gonna be Excruciating
1: <laughs> for Pat's Pats fans. Fucking media outlets everywhere will have plenty to talk about this offseason if he doesn't. If if uh, he he would just wait until the time comes to do it. But if he just comes up like, by the way, I'm going in the Hall of as Buck. He goes into the Ring of Honor and do you think <laughs> th-
0: do you think their love for Brady changes if that happens?
1: Oh, I think he'd be furious. Absolutely, I would be. <laughs> Fuck him. He's dead to me. Like <laughs> that that guy that broke up with you in this situation and then went on to be extremely successful with somebody better looking than you, smarter than you, better at everything than you, and you just gotta sit here and watch it happen all over social media. That would be the entire state of Massachusetts. But since Tom Brady's retiring, here's my acknowledgement to Tom Brady. Okay. Tom Brady versus the Steelers. Okay. Fifteen games. Mm-hmm. Twelve and three. Regular season and postseason here? Um doesn't say. I assume okay. so. Twelve and three. <clears throat> mm-hmm. 4,450 yards, Okay, 34 touchdowns, 5 picks, 112 passer rating. (sighs) Brady would have an MVP caliber season if you just put the Steelers games together. So when I say I have suffered at the hands of this man for fucking ever,
0: I mean it. I felt it in 2018 when we lost in the fashion that we did in the AFC championship game. I wanted the Bucs and the Super Bowl more than anything against the Chiefs. I wanted redemption so bad, <laughs> and I'll never get it. What if you had gotten
1: it, and let's say the Bucs win, and then he retires, and he rides off into the sunset on you?
0: Nope. If we would have lined up against the Bucks, we would have beat them. The motivation was there. We wouldn't have stopped running up the score. Wait, you thought the motivation was there for the Bengals. It's a revenge to it. I, would, I think we took him too lightly. I think, I think he fucking counted them as they can't hang with us. They can't hang with our stuff. And how crazy is it that Andy Reid, this genius coach, got actually outcoached by Zach Taylor? Yeah, because he did.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, he's like, "Fuck it! If they're not gonna, we're
0: just gonna keep fuck it. Everybody just just back up." They said in the report, that the Bengals, uh, the Bengals coaches before the game knew that Andy Reid would not abandon the game plan no matter what. So they knew if they switched it up at halftime, he would not abandon the game plan, and they'd have him ch- checkmate. And it worked. <laughs> it did. That was the actual work. game plan going into the game. We'll just take what they give us in the first half. Whatever happens, happens. We'll adjust in the second half. We know Reed will not adjust, and then we'll beat him. I'll be good. Here. I'll be interested. I will be. I will give the most kudos to
1: fucking Zach Taylor if the Bengals win the Super Bowl because you have that going in. You know he's not going to change it. Then you're facing a coach in the Super Bowl that will do nothing but change it. He'll just sit there and fuck with shit. And then you have, you don't know where Stafford's going to show up. He could be the team that likes to throw to your team,
0: or the guy that likes to throw to his team.
1: You never know. I'm going to assume Hall of honest, Fame P's and Q's in the Super Bowl.
0: This is a Hall of Fame induction or exit for Matthew Stafford. Imagine San Fran
1: makes that pick and goes down and wins the game. What are we talking about, Matthew Stafford,
0: today? Never making it into the Hall of Fame. That's what we're talking about. It's fucking crazy. I would love to see them
1: just launch the ball to Cooper Cup, first play of the game in the Super Bowl. Because it'll be there.
0: God, I can't wait. Even
1: if they plan for it. It seems that it'll be there. Eli Apple is going to be barbecue chicken. Oh, it's it's going to be, and you know who's going to be all over Twitter during the Super Bowl? Fucking Tyreek Hill and Mikko Hartman <laughs> are going to be all over Twitter adding Eli
0: Apple. Just pictures of just burnt toast. Watch. <laughs> that shit is always funny. Yes, it is. Like the press conference all set up and it shows a piece of burnt toast standing behind the podium. <laughs> <laughs> shit kills me.
1: Jack. So I- Tom Brady-ish transition Josh McDaniels coached the Raiders he is officially which is wild to me I mean they got a nice new stadium they got they made the playoffs I think everybody assumes Josh McDaniel would be a good coach it is weird to me that he took and then untook the Colts job with Andrew Luck at the time like it was a pretty good situation to walk into and the only reason you would have believed that he would have decided to turn it down was that he was like, he was told, hey, motherfucker, we were going to give you the
0: Patriots. And then you waited this long and you took the Raiders job. And the report said that he called them and said, I am not taking an interview unless you're offering me the job. I'm not even showing up for the interview.
1: Well, the Raiders came out afterwards and said that was their first choice all along, which what else are you going to say? Oh, he wanted somebody else, but we settled for the guy we got. Well, those fucking absolute geniuses hired Mayock as the GM, for it God's was, sakes. And then had an all-time terrible draft. All from doing just random mock drafts. And the only thing everybody thought, he, well, he at least he'll be good at this, was terrible. Not good with at all. three first-round picks. Yep. And he took Cleveland Farrell. How'd that work out? Not good.
0: Jonathan Abrams. Not good. Josh Jacobs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good early, and now I am. <coughs> He's always hurt. It appears the people who get a shit ton of carries in college, it actually might get a uh, rear its ugly head because it has for Jacobs, it has for Zeke, it has not for Derrick Henry, but that's because he was really only a star there for one year. Right. Fuck, we all remember, uh, what's his name? Scarborough, that other running back that looked just like him. Yeah, Dallas picked him up too. Yeah. Ain't
1: seen him. Nope. I don't know what that does for the Derrick Carr situation. We talked about this when the news happened. I don't know if this makes him more likely to stay or go. I would think stay. I would think go. Only because, which. Maybe he's
0: like, I'm not doing a rebuild
1: again. Well, and I'm, I'm thinking from the coaching side. Like, you're a new coach walking in. They're expecting immediate changes. It's very difficult to change the entire team without changing the quarterback, I feel like. Could I see him like, oh, we'll stick with him. I'll give him a chance. And then he'll have a short leash, regardless if he stays or not. Obviously, if he doesn't stay, he has no leash. But if they keep him and it doesn't work out, I would imagine, or at least if I'm Josh McDaniel, I'd be like all right, give me a new quarterback. And we'll be sitting there waiting. Well, my own guy. We'll be sitting there waiting with Mason Rudolph
0: ready to accept him. <laughs> Let's talk about the controversy. Controversy. It appears Brian Flores has a lot of interesting things to say. Now I also have no idea. Full transparency, you guys are probably going to hate me or love me. That's the only way this is going to go when you hear my ta- my analysis here. Obviously,
1: we have no idea what the reasoning was for him not getting a head coaching job. I am I I said on this show I'm pretty sure that he should have whichever one he wants because of the coaches that were because we all know coaches get fired, they just go to a different team. Like it's a fucking carousel. Yeah. Of the coaches that had been fired, he was by far and away the best choice of, of the people that were head coached last year, been fired and eligible for a new position. not include I'm not including coordinators and stuff like that because, I mean, a head coach that had success with not a lot of talent, you would think if you could put him on a team with talent, it would be fantastic. Coordinators, it's, it's a crap shoot. You have no idea what you're going to get. Some of them work out. Some of them do not at all. So I assumed Brian Flores would have a position fairly quickly. That didn't turn out to be the case.
0: Also was not prepared for him to pull out the R card in this situation. But he is pulling out the racism card. Well, and what's crazy is like, to, obviously the Rooney rule exists, but it just says you have to
1: interview, I think it's two, minority candidates before making your decision. It doesn't say... Anything about how many you have to hire after so often, like I said, you have to interview it. You can't so, just fucking hire somebody based off fucking skin color. You can't do it. Credentials matter. But that's what I'm saying. That's why I figured. And I, I can understand his. I'm sure he wouldn't do the same thing. I'm like, well, I had success with the, the fucking dolphins where everybody thinks stinks. Surely I'll get
0: I'll get a nod somewhere. Did you I have time today to look into it? What? Like the full extent of everything? I don't have time for anything. Uh Oh, it got it gets hairy. So, well, and, and remember the conversation re- re- going. Together. Remember when they won a few straight games in Miami, and we were like, "They got fired." And we we're like, "Wait, why the fuck would you fire him when he had a, he won like rattled off like eight straight game, eight straight wins?" Right. Here's where it gets dicey. Flores says that the owner offered him hundred thousand dollars every game he lost because he wanted to get. A good draft pick, the rumor, assuming, would be to get to Sean Watson. He didn't say it, but he offered him hundred grand for every game he loses.
1: Hmm.
0: Which doesn't make sense. And then he rattled off wins, pissed off the owner because the owner was trying to get a good pick, and you just said, fuck it, and said, you're out of here, dude. You're done. You're gone. Fired him because he refused to lose games.
1: I mean, it sounds crazy, but it it also was crazy that he was fired after what they like at the point that the Dolphins were at, you could not have expected anything better than what happened at the end of the season.
0: He said in the off season that the owner invited him onto his yacht to go meet with a high, highly touted quarterback, which is tampering, mm-hmm. at his yacht, and he said that this quarterback was going to be conveniently pulling up to his dock, just random, was gonna pull up to his dock, wanted Flores to be there for the meeting. He said, oh, no, this is tampering. I can't be here, and said he walked away. That pissed him off, and he started spreading to other owners that he wasn't a team player, wasn't willing to do what it takes for the organization, and that's why they blackballed him. Well, see, that's weird because initially
1: in the Deshaun Watson situation, the report was that Flores wanted him, the owner did not, because the owner chose to Could have been spun by the owner. Could have been spun by the owner, or he changed his mind after the fact, it's like you're right. We do what we do to Sean Watson. It's like well, you've pissed it away now. So I ain't losing games for you to try to go get him now. Or maybe maybe there was some other shit in the news and he knew was gonna get fired. And he's like, I'm not bringing you Sean Watson at my expense. I don't have to go get another job.
0: How about how about Bill Belichick texting Flores? He attached screenshots of the text messages in the lawsuit. It's like a thirty-page lawsuit. Oh Jesus! He attached photos of all the head coaches in the NFL. Said, "Oh, now after these two guys were fired, now there's only one minority uh, coach in the whole league. The whole league's racist. The Rooney Rule exists, and it's you know it, it was probably for a good thing it, it initially. Now the part that I understand that I would be frustrated was, you know, the Rooney Rule says you're supposed to interview." He was told he was going to be interviewing for the Giants. He had it lined up for the coming Thursday. He got texted by Bill Belichick on, I think it was Tuesday, on a Tuesday or Tuesday or Wednesday. It was before his interview. Mm -hmm. Bill Belichick texts him, sounds like you have landed, congrats. And And Flores said, did you hear something I didn't hear? And he said, Giants, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. And he said, I interview on Thursday. I think I have a shot at it. And he said, got it. I hear from Buffalo and New York Giants that you are their guy. Hope it works out if you want it to. He said, that's definitely what I want. I hope you're right, Coach. Thank you. Then he thought about it. I was like, wait. What the fuck? Then the news dropped. Mm-hmm. Dayball is being hired. Yeah. He takes him back. Coach, are you talking to Brian Flores or Brian Dayball? Just making sure. <laughs> oh, boy. Bill Belichick then responds. Sorry, I fucked this up. I <laughs> I double checked and I misread the text. I think they are naming Dable. I'm sorry about that, BB Bill Belichick. Thanks, Bill. See, I always so get, he never even got his interview. They yeah. hired somebody without even interviewing him. Oh boy. See, I'm always I'm
1: always wishy washy on the whole text screenshots. Like I could I could go to our text message thread right
0: now and put. You can change anybody's name in yeah. your phone to be anybody. I understand, but he did put BB there. I mean, that's really him. That's Bill Belichick. You would think so. But I don't know. That's it's a tough a look. tricky situation there. That's a tough look. He said, <laughs> I'm paraphrasing because I don't have the direct quote pulled up. Uh, the NFL is just like a modern-day plantation. All white owners profiting off of uh, uh, mainly black athletes, uh, no minority owners. Nobody. What? Did you watch the Colin Kaepernick special and just run with this? What, what are we doing here? He put photos of offensive coordinators, photos of defensive coordinators. Look, there's only eight offensive coordinators. They're black. There's only six defensive coordinators. That are black. They're black. What the hell? What are we doing here? I understand you got fucked. You did get fucked. That's a fucked position to be in. But you're going to get hired, Brian. Flores. You're going to get hired by somebody. And then you come out here and, and do that. It is weird though when you think about it. Like we you talked about last episode
1: about the whole like we're talking about analysts in this situation, but like people who haven't played being able to speak on it. If it is strange that the whole league or the whole league, the majority of the league, being black athletes, that no that at no point and it may be maybe a smaller number than we think wanting to to get into coaching. I don't know, but you would think that there would be plenty of people with experience and knowledge of the game, which is what you would want in a coach. The way that it works out. It's weird. That situation is fucked in so many ways. Like the story with him and the owner and then the original part with him and the owner, like what their wants are yeah. and the way this is going, the text messages. It's fucking strange. I don't think he gets hired while this is going on. And obviously something like this is going to drag on. But I, And I say I don't think he'll get hired while this is going on because nobody's going to want to accept a publicity that comes with it you want to you want to hire on somebody who's going to pull the fucking race card anytime you're told anything you don't want to hear well i'm not even talking about that i'm Fuck just talking no. about the media coverage that's going to come with it like when you bring a new coach in you want to immediately start changing things and you won't be able to for quite some time like you're just only going to be asked about this
0: i am exhausted exhausted with the whole fucking everything is racist take i'm exhausted with maybe maybe the owner just Likes that person better. Maybe he has a personal relationship with somebody in his circle and likes that guy. Thinks he'll be good. So fucking what? Well, and, and the thing about this one specifically, I mean, we're talking about
1: the what, what happened with the whole league. I don't know. I have no idea because I have no idea who all the positions were filled by. I mean, head coaching we do, but like the the Giants one, I think it's safe to assume that the D coordinator for the B, the Bills would be a sought after candidate. Yep. Their defense, number one defense, like they talk about it I don't know how many times throughout the years but also like and i and i guess you're if you're a head coach in the NFL there's only 232 options like you you take what you can get but why the fuck would you want to be the head coach of the giants you're in new york the media's going to be up your ass they're a bad football team their ownership's bad, a bad organization yeah it, you you are fucked at that place like you're you are set up for failure
0: just i am just not trying to hear this whole fucking everything's racist thing we we hear it too fucking much on a daily basis if you don't agree with this agenda you're racist if you don't agree with this you're racist he knows more behind the scenes than i do about you know the nfl and stuff so maybe he knows something that i don't maybe he's heard things that i don't think would be heard just because i'm kind of ignorant to what could possibly be going on maybe that's the case right but it's just exhausting to keep up with this oh you said something about me you're racist it's just exhausting to keep up with. It's, well, the part that and Kaepernick is fucking completely diluted this whole situation, well, and that's that's what I was gonna say. It's like it's
1: there are definitely situations where that is the only reason for things happening, but I feel like and and I'm not necessarily saying this is one of them, but it's it's thrown around so frequently now that it's very difficult to feel some type of way when it's actually happening. Like you could easily write it off, like oh this is another another situation where they're using this, and it may be real, but. It's so up front right now that it's played out. It's very it's very hard to decipher. What's real and what's not. Right. This is a hard shift, but I had it in my notes, and I, I have to get it off on this episode because I don't know if it will disappear before the we'll next one. I think I'm coming. And now, mind you, like I said, my team's been out of it for a while. Steelers has been dead. Oh, no. So I've been don't say doing it. nothing but looking don't say into it. potential quarterback option don't say it i don't think you're gonna say i don't what do you think i'm gonna say jimmy g no absolutely fucking not
0: i know you're seeing all the fucking traction
1: on it oh yeah no i don't want any part of it i, <laughs> I think, thought you were i, I thought think, that's what
0: he's a very pittsburgh kind of guy no he's not he's not even a little bit actually <laughs> would you rather have him be your starting quarterback or mason rudolph
1: we talked about this last episode mason rudolph at least you know what like <laughs> you know you're gonna lose games You'll probably lose half the fucking locker room because they'll give up on it, but whatever. Uh, if you commit to Jimmy G, everybody's like, oh, we finally got a big-name quarterback. No, no you, you got a highly publicized quarterback. <laughs> you did not get a big-name quarterback. That motherfucker stinks. I think I'd I'm rather com- have Jimmy G than Trey Lance. I think I'm coming around on Desmond Ritter. Are you? I think so. Only because I've done a bunch of like simulated mock drafts, and he's just there. Late. Now, there's been several mock drafts I've done, and I did... On every simulator I used, I did like four or five because the first couple times like that, I won't be there.
0: Kenny Pickett was there on several of them. Now, I know you saw the report today, like I saw, where who was there at the uh, senior senior day, senior bowl or whatever the fuck it is. He's fucking balled out. I know you saw Pittsburgh over there shaking his hand. Mm. Pittsburgh uh, old GM and front office guy there with Pickett mm. shaking his hand having a side discussion with him after the
1: game. I did. They would be stupid not to do their homework because if he's there, you fucking take him. But I, also I saw, would trade up.
0: I also Because I think saw you guys are at, what, 15, 16?
1: 19, I think.
0: You you could trade 20. up to, like... It's tough. I don't you know. You could trade up to, like, 10 or 11 and get him. Well, we traded up to 10 for Devin Bush.
1: Has not panned out. No, but you'll be able to tell... He'll either go top eight, or you, if he doesn't go at eight... I don't know if you don't even know who it is. If he doesn't go at eight, you need to start making fucking phone calls. Correct. And I don't even give a shit if it comes out later, like nobody was gonna touch him and you could have gone at 20. I don't care. Not risking it. If it's the guy you want, I don't care what you fucking give up
0: for him. If you're right, it's worth it. That's how we were with Mahomes. We traded up, got him. I thought it was gonna be Deshaun Watson. Honestly did. Right. Um when you when you find the guy that you're just fucking fall for, you gotta do whatever the fuck you can to get him. And honestly, had you taken Deshaun Watson think, there? I don't even think but Mahomes was gonna I think he probably would have failed to it. They were saying second round, third round kind of guy. But you gotta go get him. If honestly, if
1: you had taken Deshaun Watson there, obviously the situation that unfolded now. But at the time, like if you had traded up, drafted him there, and gotten the first part of his career that you got, still wouldn't have been the wrong decision. No, no, not at all. But I also I saw that fucking Carson Strong was Who's that lighting it up the Nevada quarterback lighting it up at the Senior ball. So hopefully, that'll fucking elevate those. him
0: high enough. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That I thought you were saying they were gonna y'all were falling. No,
1: because right. it, it happens every time. There's a clear number one quarterback. And then the Senior Bowl happens, the Pro Days happen, the the Combine happens. Oh, we got a new one. I'm hoping that happens.
0: Yeah, that's a mistake. I also and saw the, the Steelers,
1: Tomlin, and coordinators and front of the office talking to Malik Willis' family today.
0: So that's Liberty quarterback. Oh, I know who that is. Whatever. How would you feel about that? Yeah.
1: How would I feel? At this about point, it?
0: we just need a fresh face quarterback.
1: How would I feel about it if they drafted him and then started him? Good. Means you have faith in him. Yeah, if you draft him to sit behind Mason Rudolph, what good does that do?
0: Even if you think, well, by he's week not, three, the fans will be screaming from the fan from the stands.
1: And if you're gonna, if you're, if you're going into it knowing like, well, when the fans get too loud, we'll play him. Then fucking play him week one. It's not doing you any good. Agreed. And he's not gonna learn shit from him. And if you draft him and put him behind Mason Rudolph because he's not ready, what that means that you think Mason Rudolph is good enough that he's gonna learn something from him, and he's not. If he's smart
0: and you sit him behind Mason Rudolph, he'll be on the sidelines talking to Josh Dobbs. If if Ben was still there for this next year, or if you if this draft class was a year late, uh, earlier, and you get you get to sit behind Ben one year, I know Ben wasn't great, but you can still learn a shit ton from him. Absolutely, that would make sense. Even if you just learn his fucking what, schedule what, throughout the day. What, like, what are you seeing? Like, what do you look for when you're looking at the defense? What what is it? Because maybe your arm can't get the ball there, but I know your mind still knows what to do. What do you see? How do you read that defense? What do you, what adjustment? Do you, that's the kind of shit that would. If Pittsburgh was smart, Mason can't give him any
1: of that. If they draft a quarterback this year. And they bring him in. You bring Ben in during the offseason and you just fucking sit him down and have him watch film from every game last season. Let the new quarterback assess it first and then let Ben tell him why he's wrong. You'll get more from that than watching Mason Rudolph play. All you get from watching Mason Rudolph is boy, I'm never gonna do that in a fucking
0: game. <laughs> you know what you get? Sickness in your stomach. Oh. I'm prepared for travesty. But I am excited for the mock draft conversations we're about to oh, have. Oh, I can't fucking I'm laugh. excited for our mock picks. I'm excited for all the rumors. I'm excited for the off-season acquisitions. I'm excited to hear Aaron Rodgers news in the next couple weeks. we got a lot of stuff brewing. It's gonna It, it won't be completely dead. If Pittsburgh does not end up with a
1: quarterback in free agency, you will never hear a mock draft on this show come out of my mouth that does not end with us picking a quarterback in the first round. Mm. Period. Mm. Won't do it. We'll not accept the fact that we're not going to do it either. We I mean, can't have it.
0: No. Oh, did I have any anything else? Uh, we stand with Joe Rogan on this podcast. I'll go ahead and say that. If anybody has made it all the way through here to the full minute and hour and 14, I'll be shocked. <laughs> but if you have, we stand with Joe Rogan over here. Just know, we're not on Neil Young's side. Because I don't know who he is. I was going to say who's Neil Young. Right.
1: <laughs> I didn't want to sound stupid. Like, oh, you don't know who Neil Young I don't. I know him as the guy who took
0: himself off of Spotify. Yep, we stand with Joe Rogan. What else did I have? Oh, uh, China dictator Oh Xi Jinping has turned down Mark Zuckerberg's request to name his unborn child. Huh. Isn't that pretty cool? Strange. Who gets a fuck? Zuckerberg requests to the leader of the Chinese Communist Party to name his unborn kid after Xi Jinping. Isn't that fucking exciting? I mean, it's such a such a good name that you just... You got to have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what a real good person the that, fuck? yep. I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, that's a real uh, actual news thing. He really did it. Mm. So, any of y'all out there that, uh, there for a while, it was like last year, the year before that, his friends all of a sudden started saying, like, oh, sorry, I don't use Facebook anymore. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I mean, large amounts of her friends were like, I don't have Facebook. Didn't understand what was happening. Then I started seeing the metaverse shift. <laughs> I started seeing everything's going to be augmented reality. I started seeing shit like this. And I was like, Makes a lot of sense not to have Facebook, because <laughs> the the leader of Facebook is a puppet for the Chinese Communist Party. Right, you already got. If you've ever had a Facebook, you got. Well, they ain't fucking missing much over here. <laughs> <laughs> Did I have anything else? Uh, Steph Curry has missed 95 of his last 135. That's 30s. not great. Missed 95 of his last 135. And I feel like quietly. I feel like he's, quite, quietly. he's quietly
1: missed. If that was LeBron,
0: all boy. All the threes. Skip will be up. <laughs> uh, yeah, Um. I don't think I have anything else. Um. Oh, look. I took a photo of the first half comparison in the middle of halftime of the Super Bowl or the to, AFC Championship game it in. so I could come out here and boast. <laughs> and uh, I think it's safe to delete that now. Mm. Oh, you want to see what my screensaver is? What's that?
1: Oh, that's good.
0: That's a fucking
1: game-winning <laughs> field goal with the I word to, pain written underneath it with his finger. I need to just wallow in it. Just <laughs> I need to feel it this whole off season. Oh, I had several people text me. I was like, is Tyler okay? It's like, if you think this is a joke that we just don't talk after shit like this, you're wrong. I haven't talked to him. I have no idea. He could nope. be dead.
0: Don't nope. Know. Nope. Nope. Turn my phone off. As soon as the kick went up, I turned my phone off, and I stood outside <laughs> with the birds and just thought about life. Did you hear from Zach? Mm, I don't know. My phone was off. He <laughs> he had sent me a gif of Joe Burrow before the game started. Uh, so when you hear a bunch of Joe Burrow hatred coming from me, just know it's because of the circle of people that are around me. It's just a little just poking me with this fucking Joe Burrow nonsense. Just know that the hatred's justified when your circle is surrounding you saying Joe Burrow is <laughs> better than everybody. You're going to naturally grow to hate him. And that's yeah. fine because you know what? Once you reach great status, elite status, top. One of the top players in the NFL. Everybody's there's going to be a lot of hate. Yep. That's when you know you've made it. Yep. So you know what? Maybe Joe Burrow has made it with me just hating his guts now. Well, if they win the Super Bowl and they continue on with their success, if they beat the fucking Rams, it, I will acknowledge
1: them as legit. It won't matter if he he'll go from like confident, likable guy to cocky asshole with the win of a Super Bowl. Like once they and make he's it, been that all year, but, but that's what I'm saying. But you're right. Once people once he wins it and they continue on, the narrative will just become an asshole. Correct. People will want to see him succeed, and then when
0: he gets there, fuck him. He'll be Aaron Rodgers. He'll be put on that fucking platform. Yeah, it'd be bad. Joe's over. As always, thanks for listening. Be sure to check out our website, www.slightlybiasedsports.com, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on social media, And if you haven't told your friends, you're wrong.